0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddehy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddehy with you until seven o'clock. The pod couple are here. Rebecca Sheckleton of 98FM's Big Breakfast, Darren Cleary, Managing Editor at Go Loud, to talk about and to review and maybe recommend, we'll have to wait and see, The Belly of the Beast, the new podcast. Darren, what's it about?
1: It is a seven part podcast series, Kieran, that tells the fascinating story of Ned Broy. You all know Ned Broy?
0: Oh, yep. I'd never heard Stephen of him Ray. before. No. Stephen Ray. Killed, and he, killed by the. tortured and killed in the middle of the War of Independence. That's it. That's the story, full stop. You wish.
1: So he was a double agent who helped Michael Collins change the course of Irish history. And this podcast actually begins, like they always do, with someone with an intense fascination for that story. And it's a person named Brendan Macaulay. He's a retired history teacher based in Dublin who has a pretty interesting connection. He lives in Ned Broy's house, or at least the house Ned Broy used to live in. And while teaching history, he wanted to try and engage some of his students. So he went back to look at the deeds of his home and he was shocked to learn that they were owned by uh, one Edward Broy, who was Ned Broy, who played such a pivotal role in the War of Independence. But he was shocked to learn, even as a history teacher, how overlooked he was in Irish history. And aside from that footnote in the Michael Collins film, which gave him a pretty big role, he was the man that Michael Collins relied on for intelligence it kind of minimised how big a role he played in Irish history he was probably the most daring spy the country has ever seen he was a double agent in the most dangerous place in the world the belly of the British beast the the, the head of imperialism in Ireland and he was leaking information that helped Michael Collins change the course of Irish history
0: Alright on, on that point of the, the, the host Brendan McCauley and his connection take a little listen to this clip I sleep in the master room of our house the one in which I'm sure Ned Broy also slept
1: Thankfully, I sleep soundly. But I often wonder how well did Ned Broy sleep as he contemplated what he had promised Michael Collins that he would do on that fateful evening? Did he begin to imagine the enormity of the task ahead and the danger? How is he going to smuggle the leader of the Irish volunteers into the file rooms and the archive of the Dublin Metropolitan Police, thus enabling him to thrall through secret service files? Did he sleep well as he contemplated smuggling
0: the arch enemy of the British Empire right into the belly of the imperial beast? Rebecca, like in fairness, like it is fascinating. It's kind of a unique connection to have as a host of a podcast to the subject of it.
2: Yeah, and Brendan's so passionate about his subject and I found it almost feels like destiny that he's telling this story. It's so strange that he's sitting in the house that Ned Roy lived in. Um, I did not think this podcast was going to be for me. I'm not someone who has a massive interest in history whatsoever, but I found the story so... Well told, fascinating and the soundscape and all the different characters and voices bring it to life. So even if you think it's not for you, I would definitely recommend this podcast.
0: Yeah, the sound of it is uh, brilliant and our own Lachlan Hart and here responsible for a lot of that uh, and he deserves credit uh, for it. And uh, I, I joked... Darren about you know Ned Broy being tortured and killed during the war of independence that is the version of history a lot of us learn because we just watched Michael Collins <laughs> the movie and we think that that's accurate um, I mean even for people who do or are interested in history there's a huge amount in this isn't there
1: there's so much depth like what people don't realise is how important figure he was beyond that fateful night like there's no there's no denying how important that night was in in shaping the way the war changed it was probably the, the catalyst that it was the match that sparked the flame that led the British to the negotiation table Um, and that was a table that Ned Broy while he wasn't sitting at he went with Michael Collins Mm -hmm. he was part of it he was so trusted and he had such a close relationship he went to the peace talks in London he was actually his bedroom was next door to Collins's room on the top floor of the, the hotel there so it was such a an important story to tell that beyond the film he wasn't beaten and tortured and, <laughs> and thrown out he actually had a really long life he was a guard commissioner he served as head as the Olympic Council and he just had a fascinating life leading up to the War of Independence but then afterwards he was such a pivotal figure in Irish history and there's a real depth there it feels like the definitive telling of Ned Broy's story
0: uh, it, It's interesting as well isn't it because I, I am interested in, in history Rebecca and I'm listening to this podcast about the Chinese in World War II and one of the shortcomings of it is that I just don't really have any frame of reference for that part of the world this is the polar opposite because he's describing uh, uh, the narrator's describing a scene in the first episode where Ned Bride runs from what's now Mountjoy Prison mental Garda station it was Dublin Metropolitan Police Station up Towards the corner of what is now Fibsborough Shopping Centre mm-hmm. to so to give someone a heads up to give to Avon de Valera to <laughs> to kind of let slip these uh, would be captors and you can picture it all you can and you can imagine. how far is that now because that's a good gallop up Whitford Road there a bit of a drag up you know he's got the wind in his back on the way down
2: Yeah also there's a there's also a whole um, thing about 21 Dawson Street Mm. I kept thinking of 37 Dawson Street (laughs) where you go for a few scoops 21 Dawson Street I had to look it up and go what is that today and it's a jewellery shop And I only walked by it the other day. So it's that connection as well that we all have to Dublin. I mean, you're not, you're going to know every word they're talking about in the podcast. So yeah,
0: it is. Very good. It is brilliant. Um, uh, Darren, I mean, there is great use of, as well, Ned Broy's own memoirs. um, There's great use of experts, Deirdre Ferreter and others, appear in it. What I found really interesting was, um, as well, was I, I never knew about Ned Broy whether he had kind of been one of these people who just you know signed up for the DMP because it was a decent job with a decent wage and suddenly then his eyes are opened post 1916 and something like that it, it actually kind of it it opens the door a little bit uh on on this a group of people which probably represents a large majority of the young population at the time who actually they were not the kind of the fervent Fenians who took over the GPO yeah they didn't but, pick up arms but they were nationalists and they were happy to take these jobs because they felt well home rule is coming mm-hmm. and there will be a Dublin Parliament and we will be answerable to, answerable to them in the in the long term
1: they were probably what you describe as the general public yeah. yes like the 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 1916 stories romanticized somewhat and, and Brendan does really well particularly in the second episode, where he outlines what real Dublin felt of 1916. It was rabble-rousing, it was disruptive. There was very little sympathy for, initially around contemporary Dublin, for the people who took up arms. It wasn't until the manner, or the cruelness of their execution, that I suppose the nationalist movement in, in more moderate supporters and the kind of people biding their time for home rule became that little bit more from observer to action. So the, the Ned Broy that, that we meet... It's, he's not an immediately apparent Republican or nationalist. I mm. think it, it broods in him and he finds a way to contribute, um, which is massively dangerous, but at the same time, it, without picking up a gun or without firing a bullet.
0: Uh, is there a bit of hyperbole in it? The second episode starts with the history of Ireland is one of violence and despair. I mean, I, I don't think that's the entire a, history of the, Ireland.
1: There's a bit of showbiz, but <laughs> it, there's, a, there's, there's a rigorous historical detail. Pretty miserable
0: history we have, isn't it? Well,
1: the... Think of it; it's a fair summation. Like, think. Ah, it's not. What's the history
0: what, of Ireland? Is like the history of categorize almost ever has the history of Ireland. Punctuated. Well, you can't categorize the history of What's, anywhere that goes that the, the last thousands of years. The the history of Ireland. The, the history modern of the, history of Ireland. The, the, in the history the last of the great majority of Ireland violence. is just people trying to get by punctuated by periods of violence and despair the but, uh, but that doesn't make it catchy The defining moments
1: of Ireland in the last 300 years are famine and war
0: Well there, there is the opening line of episode 2 but that's not what the <laughs> opening line is the opening line is not the defining p- e- uh, uh, moments it's the entire history of Ireland is one of violence and despair Anyway that's a s- small criticism Bit of drama. I really really enjoyed it I have to say mm-hmm. I've listened to the first two episodes and I absolutely will go back and listen to the rest of it Will you do it Rebecca? You're not a History fan. Will no. You stick with it.
2: I will definitely be listening to the last two episodes. So there's five out at the moment. The last two there's are. Two more to come. It's Mondays that they're released, yep. lunchtime Monday. Monday so that's what I'll be doing now, eating me lunch on Monday. That's it. You yeah. To be, yeah, listening to Ned Broy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Find the out what real. happened next. <laughs> yeah, what happened next? Yeah. <laughs> How he, wrong
1: did Neil Jordan get it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very wrong. One of the most <laughs> enjoyable aspects is tracking down Ned Broy's daughter and, and having that contemporary connection and someone who has a deep. Obviously, affection and love for a father. And I think the the historians paint a really clear picture of just how dangerous this was. Like this man got had a very easy life. Not sneaking Michael Collins in like this wasn't a case of losing your job if you were caught. This isn't having a nap in the office after a night out. This is yeah. shot in the back of the head if you're caught.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it, it's absolutely fascinating. I didn't know about tracking down the daughter. I haven't got that far yet, oh, so it's, I'm it's looking forward uh, to it. So uh, recommendations all round. I think for uh, the belly of the beast, it is a Go Loud original. You can find it though wherever you uh, get your podcasts on all of those platforms. Darren Cleary, who is the managing editor with Loud Rebecca Shackleton, Night Eight of M's Big Breakfast. Thank you both very much uh, for that. We will get the news headlines now. Here's Andrew. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from 4. On News Talk.